Hey, everybody. Thanks for tuning in. The next 10 minutes are inspired by my uncle and an early wake-up call. I hope you enjoy it. Welcome to The Engine. My mom's brother, my Uncle Dave, he's the best, right? Dave and Julie, his wife, they have forever been my favorite extended family members. They're just, they're fantastic people. I, I loved them when I was a kid. They, they had kids a little bit later. So I was, I, didn't, I don't think they had kids till I was like 10 or 11 or 12. And they really liked kids. So they would always come and play with us and go to the park. I remember when I was a... Uh, when I was like six or seven, we were at the park and my uncle Dave was like, we were playing lava monster on the playground equipment. And he was like a cheetah. Like he was the lava monster. I had never seen an adult move so damn fast. It was, it was shocking. Obviously I've held on to that one. So I just really like him, right? I always have, I always loved, uh, trips and, and vacations and, and visits with them. So when I got a little bit older, you know, in college and stuff, I'd still go visit him, right? And, and especially after I graduated from college, I was really interested in chatting with Dave about, you know, his life and how he how he kind of made things happen. We would talk philosophy a lot, which was cool because I, I had this very classical kind of philosophical um, education when I was going to, to UC Berkeley, and he didn't have that, but he would just beat me almost every single time we would get into these these long, awesome conversations because he was obviously a very intelligent guy and very well thought out, and, and it was great. So I go up there. I go up there one time, and I'm spending the night because they invite me to spend the night. They got this arrow bed, and it's great. We're eating tri-tip. I brought up uh, one of my first adult purchases when I started tutoring when I was 22 after I graduated is I bought this, uh, this three-horsepower remote-control car. <laughs> gas-powered, 40,000 RPM, this little tiny, like, mini engine in it that was awesome, and, uh, and man, it was a great time. It was great. So I took it up because my cousins, Dave's boys, I thought would really enjoy it, and we could play with it. So I go up there, and he makes this tri-tip. We play with, uh, with the car in the backyard and everything, and, and hang out all night and end up getting into one of our long, fun, lengthy conversations, which was, which was awesome. And Man, it end up, we end up, it's like midnight, right? Now, mind you, I'm 22. I don't have anything to do the next day. And I think it, it, it had to be like a Thursday or a Sunday or something. Because again, at the, at the inception of my tutoring business, I didn't have that much. I didn't have that much going on. And, and it turns out Dave had to get up at like 4.45 a.m., because he owned a, uh, he was uh, he owned a millwork, so he made custom cabinetry and things like that. Incredibly skilled craftsman, and he got up early and was at the shop right like five twenty sharp or something, and and got to work. I'm like, you have to get up at four forty five, and it's midnight. I mean, I was appalled. I was appalled for him. I couldn't believe it. And and sure enough, man, I'm passed out in his living room on this arrow bed, and I hear him get up and just brush his teeth, grab a coffee, and out the door. And I remember just thinking like. Oh my God, that's impossible. That's, I can't, that's not even a thing that you can do as like a human being because I was 22, right? I was 22 years old. I had been through some difficult things on the rowing team at Cal, but I had not, I had not willingly put myself through something like that, where I was going to go rip through, you know, like an eight or 10 hour day making cabinets and dealing with clients and stuff on, you know, four and a half hours of sleep because my nephew came to visit me and Obviously, as I got older and I got married and I had kids and I started understanding, understanding the nature of how you can push yourself 
my opinion obviously has changed. You know, I mean, I, I have gone through periods of time where I get four or five hours of sleep or less and you dig deep, you dig deep and it's imperative that you collect yourself. It's imperative that the people you're dealing with, my students or the parents or that I'm talking to, it's imperative that they don't get the inclination that I'm tired or I'm not, you know, responding well, or I'm just not functioning. You know, it's, that's the way it is to be an adult. You just, you dig deep, right? Your kids need you. My family needed me. And then my, my, my academic kids need me, my students. There's just not a, not a way around it, but that took a while to get. It took a while to get. And now that I get it right, I'm my late thirties. I look back at my 22 year old self. I'm like, man, you, you ding dong, you didn't, you didn't know what you had, right? Because what if I, what if I had taken that tact and, and gone after life with the same kind of veracity as I, I do now when I was 22? I think that's one of those things that a lot of people, a lot of people think about. And I got a text from my dad the other day. He's in his late sixties and he was texting me about an, a thought he had and he was telling me about how he he can't pull all-nighters anymore without repercussions. Now, this is a man in his late 60s, and he's a physician, and he, in his like 50s and even early 60s, would pull like 72-hour days, right? He would get called into work late night, maybe 11 o'clock, and have you know, somebody that he needed help or something would happen. And then he'd come home and then, you know, maybe the pager goes off again. He also adopted seven kids after me. So he's going through all of this while he has babies at home and toddlers and stuff and all of this stuff. And I remember looking at him and hearing about that and just thinking like, that's, that's impossible. But what he told me recently really, really stopped me because he said, I can't, I can't do this without a consequence anymore. He says, when I, when I pull something like that, when I pull like an all-nighter, if I don't get sleep, it's like I get sick. He says, I, I have to go into my bed. I have to rest for like a full day. If, if he's got something going on that day, professionally or otherwise, he's got to get somebody else to take care of it because he just can't do it. He just can't do it. And, and I mean, obviously, he's almost 70, Right. I mean, he's not he's not a spring chicken. But hearing that really stopped me and it actually kind of terrified me, not for my dad. He deserves to not schedule his life like that. And and I'm glad that he he he's seeing like, hey, I can't push like this. Right. Like he deserves a good night's sleep. The thing that scared me is thinking about my 22 year old self to myself now. Because I thought the things that my uncle was doing when I was 22, getting up with only like four and a half or five hours of sleep, going straight to work, I thought that was impossible, right? And it was only through being forced to be a dad and right and have to take care of my have to take care of my kids and having a wife that I wanted to take care of and and you know all of these things that I developed, I slowly developed a similar capacity. And I see my dad now losing his superhuman capacity, staying up two or three nights in a row. And the two or three nights in a row still blow me away. It's like, is that even a thing? Is that possible? Man, it is. It is. 
I've been wondering all week, is that something I could do? Is that something I would even be willing to do, that I would try to do? And I keep coming back to, what if I could do that? What could I do? How could I use that time? How effective would I be? Could I squeeze more out of the 24 hours of my day if I knew that I had the power to do that? And I got really scared because I started realizing that, you know what? I likely could do that, but I likely will not ever be forced to do that, right? I've gotten bad nights of sleep before several nights in a row. That's fine. But I've never pulled like two all-nighters back to back. And I know I won't be able to do it once I get older. It's like I have this capacity, this next level, this next gear that I believe is likely there. But I'm too, I'm too concerned to, to try to tap into it. I don't think it would be good for me. right? Like I'm not saying that staying up for two nights in a row or three nights in a row would be a positive a positive thing, but knowing, knowing that you have the power to do that, knowing that you have the capacity to do that, and knowing that that capacity will go away. Man, that, that's giving me pause. It's giving me pause. It's making me reassess what I want in the world. It's making me reassess how much I'm willing to give to get the things I want. And more than anything, it's making me reassess the powers I do have, the things I do know I can do. And how I would feel if they were gone tomorrow. I think we really, really all experience not being able to do things that we used to be able to do. I think that's a really easy thing to do. But I don't know if everybody experiences realizing they have the capacity to do something that they're too scared to do. And knowing that that's going to go away as well. It's like you're losing money that you never had, but you know you could have had it. You lose a little slice of life. Maybe it's not a big deal. But I don't want to lose any of it. And I certainly don't want to lose something that I was too scared to go out and grab. So get after it. I'm Matt Todd. And this is the engine that drives me. Go out and crush it.